You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Election College, Episode 63, the 23rd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Ben. Yeah, Jason. Last episode we realized we made a huge mistake. Huge. Definitely huge. We forgot to do an episode about the 23rd Amendment. And we don't normally do all the amendments, but this one directly impacts voting. Yeah. And if you live in the District of Columbia, you were probably seething during the whole podcast because we didn't talk about your amendment. This is very important to you. Actually, they probably just unsubscribed, so they're not even listening anymore. Uh, Well, for those of you who live in the 50 states and perhaps the territories or maybe not even in America, we need to tell you about the 23rd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. So the 23rd Amendment is the amendment that gives people who live in the District of Columbia the right to vote in a presidential election. Yeah. Do you want me to go ahead and read the... uh... I'll go ahead and read the amendment, at least briefly here. The district constituting the seat of the government of the United States shall appoint in such manner as the Congress may direct a number of electors of president and vice president equal to the whole number of senators and representatives in Congress to which the district would be entitled if it were a state. So that's pretty much the crux of things. Basically, yeah, you get electors here in D.C. Right. So if you need to know what an elector is, you can go back and listen to our episode about the Electoral College. But basically, Washington, D.C., which is also called the District of Columbia, which is what D.C. means, Mm -hmm. is really a special territory. Right, yeah. It's kind of an interesting situation because it's not not a state, but it's also not not a state. (laughs) I mean, we kind of treat it like a state in many instances. Uh, The one instance where we really don't treat it like a state is that the Constitution doesn't give it the rights to have representatives and senates explicitly for the District of Columbia. Yeah. So if you remember, part of the reason for the American Revolution, it was because the colonists, the North American colonists, were being taxed by the crown, but they were receiving no representation in parliament. And this is quite the struggle with those who live in the District of Columbia. You can actually look at their license plates to this day, and it says taxation without representation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, like, it was it was bad enough that we went to war with the country and started our own <laughs> over it. So it's seriously uh, a major factor in the history of our 
of these United States. And what the heck? We're going along and the place where liberty exists should exist in the highest manner. We're not letting them really have a say in the presidential election. Yeah. So just to clarify, if you live in the District of Columbia, you do not live in a state. You actually live in a federal territory that was set aside. They actually took parts of Maryland and a little bit of Virginia, but that area that was part of Virginia was ceded back uh, to the Commonwealth of Virginia back in the, I think, the late 1800s. So you have this patch of land where the Capitol building is and the White House and, and all of that. And that's the District of Columbia. So, Jason, it's really interesting because we're, what are we talking about? 1961-ish here. We're talking about this amendment. But initially, back in, back in 1890, there was a bill that was introduced to Congress to let Washington, D.C. have voting rights in presidential elections. But for whatever reason, probably politics, it didn't go anywhere. It just kind of sat there. That's horrible. I know. What were they thinking? <laughs> so it was a struggle. And actually, there's a guy named Theodore Noyes. Uh, he was a writer for the Washington Evening Star. And please forgive me if I'm not pronouncing his name properly. But um, he really pressed hard for there to be some sort of national representation for D.C. But um, he dies in 1946. But the committee that he helped form, which was called the Citizens Joint Committee, they continued. And they actually likened their cause as being similar to the civil rights movement. So the Evening Star kind of continues on in Noyes' honor, and they support representation in Congress and in the Electoral College, but they're opposed to the Home Rule, which essentially that means that um, they want locally elected mayors and councils with actual power, and then in, instead of being directly ruled by Congress. And so uh, the, the Evening Star is opposed to this. But the Washington Post is in favor of this. So they're just yeah. kind of like newspapers pushing these ideas back and forth and back and forth and making them major headlines, essentially. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because it is very much a Democrat versus Republican issue, um, that's being masked as a kind of a war between uh, newspapers or a war between committees. And um, even though the Republicans were pretty liberal by Republican standards, they still were um, Republicans. And um, the Democrats only in the last 60 years have overtaken the Republicans um, in the district. But a lot of that has to do with just the sheer number of um, people living in the district because um, really until the mid-20th century, the population, has been said, wasn't that big. Right, yeah. So an amendment is proposed, and this is to grant the district increased voting powers, and it gets this bipartisan support. And realistically, it only gets the support at this time in history. Any earlier, any later, it well, earlier it obviously didn't get the support. And later, we can see from the numbers, it probably wouldn't have got as much bipartisan support. But this is like the perfect storm for this. And it's kind of crazy because 
28% of the district was African-American. And this is according to the 1940 census. So it could have been a little bit outdated. But the voting electorate, essentially the people who were able to vote, was smaller among African-Americans because they were all young people. And the voting age at this point was 21. So this number from 28% back in 1940 grew to 54% in the 1960 census. And really, there were various factors, including inexperience in voting and educational handicaps and uh, other laws that really minimized Black registration and voting. Yeah, so it's a, it's a major important piece of legislation that's being pushed through. Obviously, it's a constitutional amendment now, we know, but it's huge. It's just insane. So the... Uh, <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that we've got a whole like population of people in America that at this point didn't have any really recourse to vote uh, at all, essentially. Right. They're basically being ruled by everybody else. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what it comes down to is if you live in the District of Columbia up to this point, you don't have a say in the national government, which is actually passing laws and doing the deal that a federal government would do uh, right there. So, crazy. Yeah. So, the uh, eventually, it goes to Congress. The Senate passes it. The House passes it. And then it goes on to be ratified by the states. Yeah. So, three-fourths of the states, which was 38 states at this time, uh, needed to approve and that happened and alas the 23rd amendment it's passed you know what's interesting is uh hawaii who's one of the newest states is actually the first state to ratify the amendment which i find really funny they're like oh 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 we're new this is like really cool and <laughs> right. exciting let's do it fast <laughs> we want to be the first and they beat everybody else by like three months ratifying the amendment uh so that's pretty impressive yeah it's pretty crazy. So the District of Columbia, it's not a state, but they do have three electoral votes. And every year since 1964, those three electoral votes have gone to the Democratic candidate. Yeah. So Republicans messed up, I guess. Right. That's what we're saying. No, <laughs> just kidding, of course. We certainly want everyone to be able to vote. And it's really impressive that it took almost 200 years for our nation to figure out that people needed to be able to vote, especially in the very city where the impact was probably felt the most or at least most seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And there are, um, there are some people uh, to this day and maybe some of our listeners are included in this group of people who say, the District of Columbia should it be its own state, and you can agree, disagree. Um, that's not really our place, but just to let you know, the Twenty Third Amendment allows people in the District of Columbia to vote now. Yay, Twenty Third! <laughs> hey, you know what? We'll say yay for is if you go to electioncollege.com/survey and fill out a little survey we have for you. It's only like three, four, five questions. And just kind of ask you what you want to see for the future of Election College. 
and what else you'd like to see from Ben and Jason. Yeah. So other podcasts kind of treat you like Washington, D.C. prior to the 60s. (laughs) (laughs) And we're giving you some say into what is happening. So welcome all. And while you're doing all of this awesome survey stuff, why don't you head over to iTunes and leave us a star rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'd appreciate talking to you on social media as well. You know where to find us. And uh, we'll see you next time.